Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Let's break down and dissect and critique Jamie Eisenberg's top 12 wide receivers for 2022 right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. We're putting those wide receiver rankings under the microscope, and we're going to start with... Justin Jefferson versus Jamar Chase. He goes Devontae Adams, one Cooper Cup, two. And then who's better, Chase or Jefferson? A lot of people are going to have that decision to make. Uh, they're going to be scratching their head throughout the offseason. You went with Jefferson, three, and Chase, four. Uh, what's wrong with you? No, just kidding. Why did you do that? Well, I believe you didn't even have Justin Jefferson ranked in your top 12 overall. So what's wrong with you? I think I have him 13th, if I recall. He's face yeah. wide receiver five for me. Three yes, for you. You're crazy. Um, uh, this may change, you know, with another strong playoff performance for Jamar Chase. Obviously, we're talking about this before the divisional round against the Titans, so it could be multiple playoff games still for Jamar Chase. Uh, uh, and we still have to see who the head coach is going to be for the Vikings uh, and potentially maybe the quarterback if, if things change there. But uh, I, I could certainly be swayed to go Chase over Jefferson. Uh, but you know me, I'm a big third-year receiver guy. Jefferson's going into his third season. Uh, I'm expecting continued performance, continued production, hopefully better production. I wonder if Jefferson did not get off to the slow start and played like he did once Clint Kubiak and the coaching staff said we have to feature him like he was featured in the majority of the second half of the season. So uh, I still like Jefferson slightly ahead of Chase. uh, But again, I I could see myself changing that ranking with uh, whatever happens in the next couple of weeks playoff wise and then what happens in the offseason for Minnesota. And we've got rankings from six different people on the website right now. And it looks like, correct me if I'm wrong here, everyone has the same top six, just in a different order. I don't Our know. Receivers? If you know. Yeah. I believe that is correct. Yeah. Yes. Adams, Cup, Jefferson, Chase, Hill, and Diggs. Hill and Diggs are are interesting. You know, they're they're really not finishing strong here. You know, we're we're recording this after the first round of the playoffs, and you had a five touchdown game from Mahomes and from uh, Josh Allen, and these guys weren't great. I mean, five for fifty seven and a touchdown for Hill, and three for sixty uh, for on uh, four targets for Stephon Diggs, and it, it's been a while for Diggs. He hasn't had a hundred yard game since week ten, and he's only had two all season. Tyreek Hill just had uh, 1,239 yards, which is fewer than he had in 2020 in two fewer games. So I I don't know. I mean, they're not really – they haven't been as good as we expected. Do you have any concerns about them going into next year? I mean, a little bit. You know, Tyreek Hill's, uh, you know, slump, if you will, has come with teams figuring out the Chiefs, as we've, you know, discussed time and time again to end the the season. You know, so if you're taking away the big play, you're essentially taking away him – uh, with Diggs, you know, you're seeing Josh Allen and, and, and the development of a Gabriel Davis, you know, uh, an Isaiah McKenzie here, uh, the run game getting a little bit better, obviously Josh Allen using his legs. So, you know, there are, you know, things and tangible things you can point to and say, okay, this is the reason for some of their flaws. But, you know, I, I'll go back to something you said about Dawson Knox at the beginning of the season. You know, you want to attach yourself to great quarterbacks and great offenses. And I think both these guys certainly apply. 
They're still the number one receiver. Uh, obviously, you can debate, you know, target whether it comes to Kelsey or Hill for the Chiefs, but number one receiver for their respective teams. I don't see that changing, uh, barring something crazy happening in 2022. So with what their potential can be, with what the upside can be, I still think they're very safe. They were still very productive over the course of the season. You know, so while they may have had a little bit of a slump at the wrong time uh, at the end of the year, you still know what the upside is and what the upside brings going into the next season. So that's why they're borderline first round picks, certainly second round picks at the latest in the majority of leagues. And you have Calvin Ridley 12. I mean, the rest of your top 12 is A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, Debo, Deontay Johnson, Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley. Why'd you sneak Ridley in there? Well, with the hope that he's back, you know, whether it's with the Falcons or somebody else that that can enhance his skills, you know, it, it, it's it's clearly based on, you know, the, uh, the the optimistic side of things, you know, that he's going to get everything figured out, whatever the, the, the problems may be, you know, that he stepped away because of his mental health and then he's back to being the player that we hope to be. Remember, this was a guy that we thought was going to be a top five fantasy receiver this season. So uh, there's still so much to love about him. You know, the two guys at the end of my rank list, you know, we discussed uh, our rankings on Tuesday. On Tuesday's episode, you know, you asked Chris Towers about um, his T. Higgins ranking, you know, and I said he's somewhere in the top 15 for me. You know, I could see T. Higgins creeping into the top 12 uh, if Deontay Johnson's quarterback situation is not better. And if Calvin Ridley's not back or with a team, maybe that's not going to, you know, make him a focal point to the level that we thought the Falcons were going to make him the focal point. So, um, you know, those are two guys that can fall out of the top 12 for sure for me. Yeah, and don't forget Chris Godwin. I think I'm the only one who has Chris Godwin in his top 12. I have him seventh, and I think that's just some uncertainty about where he'll be. But if he signs back with the Bucs, uh, I think he'll probably end up being pretty close to the top 12. Um, all right, so thank you to Jamie. We'll talk more about rankings on the full-length show, and we'll review our PPR mock draft and all that stuff, so please check it out. Uh, I'm Adam Azer. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5.